I'm Pasha Hanina. And I am Lisa Wagoner. And you're listening to Mystic Tea. Mystic Tea is a podcast dedicated to the mystical and magical. We've invited some of our favorite friends to share their wit and wisdom, unique gifts, and crafty conjurings. So take off your cloak and set a spell and join us for a cuppa. Mystic Tea. Welcome back to season two of Mystic Tea. Lisa and I are super excited to be back in the tea house. And today we're going to be talking with a really wonderful and unique guest, Bobby Rose. You guys are going to want to listen in because Bobby has some fascinating insight. She's multi-talented. She's got some really, really wonderful gifts that she's going to share with us today. Bobby is an interdisciplinary global artist, a healer, and a medium. She is a teacher of many different healing modalities, including Reiki, yoga, body evolution, dream theater. The list just kind of goes on and on. She works um, with shamanism, vortex healing. She's also a performance artist doing acting, art, directing, playwriting. I can't wait to hear about some of her creative activities. And we're going to be celebrating the launch of her new book, which is coming out, which I can't wait to learn more about. And the thing I've just got to know more about is Bobby Rose is a certified variologist. And girl, you know, you're going to tell us all about that. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I may remember Bobby from um, the Mermaid Festival last year in Marshall. She came out uh, to read here in the store. And that was really, really cool. But enough about me. Before we get started, what are you drinking? I am drinking my own herbal blend. I call it decaf chai. So we've got clove, cinnamon, ginger, um, and I put a little nettle in there. And so that makes it like really yummy and healthy too. That's good this time of year when you really need a little extra boost. I'm I'm I feel like I'm just kind of constantly fighting off something. And I'm like, oh no, you're not gonna get me. I've got my nettles. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> How about you, Lisa? Oh, I am drinking um my usual. I've branched out a little bit because um Bobby, I always drink um berries tea. <laughs> I switch over to that. And so now I've started to add peppermint uh, to it as well. So it's this great combination of caffeine and then the cool mint, which has just been great, especially because lately because it's been snowing and cold and that typical winter kind of feeling. So what are you drinking, Pasha? Well, you know, I've become partial to this vanilla black tea that we carry here. It's one of our two brooms tea house blends. And it's really almost a chai. (laughs) It's like almost a chai. It it to me, it's like the closest thing to coffee. Um, it's really rich and it has nice vanilla undertones, but it doesn't necessarily have the clove and the cardamom. So I might switch up to that a little bit later, but it's called vanilla black and it's yummy. Mm-hmm. Great. Well, um, I think I might have forgot to mention in your vast um, bio there, you have so many wonderful and interesting things to talk about. We might have to have you come back and go over some more things. But the the one thing I wanted to talk about is that you are a certified centaur healer. And I was wondering if you could tell us what that is. So centaur healing is 
almost like energetic work, like Reiki, I would say. Um, and it also depends on your form of healing art. So basically when I think of energetic healing, all artists are healing arts, all artists are different. So all artists are going to look at it and put their own style of healing or, or, or what I call woo-woo to the work. <laughs> so, um, but it's energetic. And what it does for me and what, how I've been working with it in this way is to, it helps you align to the healer within yourself. So it's using the, the healing aspects of the centaurs to awaken the healer within you and also to align um, your body, your spirit, your soul to um, the things that need to work in order to boost your immune, immune system or your psychology or whatever it is that needs healing and worked on. And the, the centaurs work on the, the deeper aspect of things. So they really go to the root of what you're going through and help to assist you with that kind of thing. How does one get involved or interested in centaur healing? Well, uh, the centaur astrologer, David Lewiski, um, or Lesowitz, he, I met him, I have to tell you about the story about how I met him because this is how I got involved with this whole thing. So I met him a few years ago. He's a centaur astrologer and he had asked me to do a reading for him about the centaurs. And as I'm doing the reading, I started to see them and started having mediumship with the centaurs themselves. And so throughout maybe a year or a year and a half, we would just meet up and go back and forth. And he would give me, we'd do a trade. He'd give me astrology, uh, centaur astrology readings and I would do mediumship with the centaurs and through that inspiration he came up with this centaur healing okay so it's through talking to the centaurs that they were like hey you should do this he was inspired to come up with this energetic work and um, i think it's been going on for about a year or maybe even two years now that people have been attuned through david even myself have been attuned through david and uh, it's been very, it's been a very interesting ride. So I think I've been working with the centaurs total now, I guess, for maybe six years in different ways. And it's been evolving. Wow. And like for our audience who may not be familiar with what a centaur is, I mean, some may just know it from Harry Potter and Hogwarts. But what um, is your description of a centaur? Well, in astrology, the centaurs are asteroids and they we're talking about an asteroid family most of them are centaurs not all of them actually but um we're talking about an asteroid family that is near uh, saturn in between saturn and neptune and uranus and pluto like way out there near the kuiper belt so it's going deeper into the galactic okay or outer galactic so if you were space travel if you were an astronaut you'd be traveling farther out to hang out with the centaurs and with those asteroids um they're they're sometimes some people call them asteroids and comets so they're actually living planetary moving things um or not things but yeah, <laughs> entities, beings? It, it, beings, put it that way. It gets so complicated. Yeah. Um, not complicated, but let's say complex, let's say multidimensional. Um, so 
some of them, most of them are centaurs. Some of them um, are sea nymphs and and stuff like that as far as their mythos go and the way we look at them. But so is, is it related to the half male, half horse centaur? Yeah. Or? Okay. Yeah, as far as the mythos goes. Yeah. Well, I can certainly, you know, when you say multidimensional, you're, you're speaking my language because I've worked, you know, in the dragon realm for decades and, um, and I understand, uh, you know, many of the things that you described in working with the centaurs is how the dragons sort of force their way <laughs> to my awareness lovingly uh, most of the time. Um, and I, uh, and, and have been such wonderful guides and have been, um, really instrumental in I think in help shaping and and um defining this new cosmic reality that is emerging and is or has been emerging and is continue continuing to emerge and so you know when you were talking about the relationship with the centaur um it it brought to mind a similar relationship that I have with dragons um However, I just also like I know that when I'm working with the dragons, that is such a vastly different type of uh, healing or um, energetic work that it, it, it comes across very different. And I know that you are someone who is multidisciplined. I mean, you have so many different ways from color therapy to dance to to visual therapy to Reiki and, and some of the more traditional traditionally known energetic healing or shamanic work. So for you, what are some of the similarities and what are some of the differences? I, I'm just fascinated by um, by the centaur healing work. I would say I've worked with um, this past year and a half. I've been working with dragons too. So yeah. <laughs> so you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I know what you mean. I think what the difference is, is when you're going out to the Kuiper belt, farther out into the galactic, um, it is more creative. Okay. So if we're talking about astrology, it's more creative it's more sovereign so you get a chance to it opens you up to become more sovereign so you get a chance to as a creator start to create your own world create your own mythos um co-create with the earth okay so you're looking with the earth as a being where you're co-creating with the earth but in order for you to co-create with the earth you have to become sovereign you have to know who and what you are and that is a part of healing some of these deeper wounds that's important here okay so in traditional astrology if we're just looking at it from an astrology point of view you get to look at your wounds okay or you get to see who you are okay so you're basically oh you know i'm a leo i'm a i'm a gemini right da, da, da. you get to know who you are and you get to look at your psychology and perhaps make some choices from the psychology that you're looking at. But the centaurs really make you, um, because it's going into a deeper wound, make you dance with your psychology a little bit more. That's what it's asking of you. To look at your psychology and start to be accountable for it and dance with it a little bit more, interact with it a little bit more. Even through the knowing about what it is that your wounds are is almost like a code of empowerment 
Okay. So you're getting that code where you go, oh, how can I change this? How can this be transmuted? Or how can I live with this? How, Chiron is living with pain, living with pain, living with suffering. And a lot of people are looking at that through a polarized lens. And this gives it a multidimensional lens, which gives it a lot more um, freedom and flexibility within that lens to actually transmute something. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Do you think the wounds themselves are changing? I, I know that's a sort of a strange question, right? But to me, I just think about my own personal journey because that's what I have to offer. And in my personal journey in around, um, I, I'd say we're going on a year and a half, two years now things really began to shift. It was almost as if I had this understanding of, of, of truth or understanding of the way things were. And then without any warning, without any, um, I didn't know, heads up, you know, like, <laughs> I feel like when COVID was coming, my team pulled me over. They're like, walk around in the sunshine, sunshine. This is coming. Be ready. You know, they didn't save my toilet paper or anything like that. But I really felt like, no, I, I wasn't surprised. Right. But yeah. in, in April or May of, of 20, what, where are we now? 21. I just got whammied, like whammied with a new reality of things that I had not yet um it wasn't on my radar you know and it was deeply personal stuff and I was like wait a minute where did you you know like where did you come from and I feel like you know like I don't mean this is TMI or whatever but I feel like this this almost two-year cycle of that has I haven't figured that out yet you know I know this technique or this practice or this this or whatever but but the wound, whatever wound it is or whatever lesson it is or whatever new aspect of the journey that's asking to be recognized um, feels very much like what you're describing. Um, and it's not that I'm not doing the work to try to find it. It's just I, I haven't found it yet. I'm excavating and excavating and excavating and excavating. And I wonder if that could be related to, um, you know, maybe this awareness of centaurian uh, energy centaurian astrology centaurian healing becoming more into the collective and you know pushing a little bit harder to to be recognized what are you am i making that up i mean what, how does that feel to you <laughs> oh yeah yeah I, and i like what you're saying about ex excavation because that's exactly what it is it is that you're going deeper into your own cosmology and you're sifting out what is you know your own or let's say your own mythos you're going deeper into your own mythos and your own story and you're going oh um i thought i thought i i thought i healed that wound okay or you go um oh that's where that actually came from that part of my life um or i never even saw that part or i just didn't have enough, I didn't have the right medicine for that, actually. Or I put a Band-Aid on that, and it's just been a Band-Aid that I really needed stitches. Mm -hmm. Do you see what I'm saying? 
Yeah, I've been going through that myself. The same thing where I was like, I thought I dealt with that in therapy. And it's like literally moving through my body and then going instead of like there's layers upon layers upon layers. And so I completely get that. And also that the the wound is sort of transformed um, in that it was one thing. And then the older I get, it has transformed into other things affecting me now but differently than it did at the time. And so it also takes into account like time and, you know, and I guess space now that you're saying that and Chiron, you know, being the wounded healer, I find anybody that is in this realm metaphysically, it feels like we're all going through it together. I mean, everything seems to be bubbling up different kinds of healing modalities and different thought processes and people just being hit with whammies of things but moving through it instead of being stopped by it completely. Do you feel that way too? Oh yeah. And I think that's the part that is the hardest for people is that we're on this moving train and it's not polarized. So there's no stop start. There's no this or that it's actually acceleration. It's we're moving, we're moving. So how do we, how do we put your seatbelts on, you know, or, um, (laughs) How do I stay stable? How do I stabilize while this thing is moving? You know, how do I work while I know I'm being healed on this deep psychological thing that's going on with me? And I know it's super deep, but I still got to work and make it ends meet. You know, things like that, you know, are happening with people. And this energy helps you because it's more multidimensional. And so when we're talking about multidimensional, that Kuiper Belt energy is that on photo on photonic light which that's this photonic lights coming from the Kuiper belt down to the planet to shape shift things much faster time does not really exist in the way that we think it does it we become timeless we become not only space travelers but time travelers as well and so our wounds are going to heal differently um we're not only healing our wounds we're healing different timelines as well so when you know those different types of tools, or when you know it as a tool, then you can not only become a space traveler, but space traveler is also becoming a time traveler as well. So you can go back in time and heal certain things. You go back in time and get, or back, or in the future, or whatever, however you're feeling time, and get the medicine that you need that you couldn't have in 2020. Your body just was not able to hold it. Okay. Yeah. Or or at least your or at least your mind put it this way. It's the mind that's really on the slow-mo here. Your mind wasn't able to conceptualize what was going on. So I have I have um something for consideration in regards to that. And I think more than the mind and body weren't that's certainly part of it. Um, but I think that it also is that the pieces were not yet in place. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, that the the work has, that has been done largely since 2012 have been uh, uncovering a little piece of this, a little piece of that. Here's a key, there's a key. Um, and re- uh, integrating ancient wisdoms that long forgotten into a consciousness that 
as a collective was not ready to hold it because because the the conscious consensus had not yet made the agreement that things were going to be able to be returned into that sort of consciousness. And so as those keys come into place and those pieces of the puzzle are um, organized and then taken down and reorganized, it becomes, okay, now I can put, I can inject this piece in or, or I can inject that, that piece in, or this piece is ready now, or that piece isn't ready. Um, and so I just, I guess I just would like listeners to know, because if anyone's like me, I'm always you like head first, feet last, I, I, I'll go running into the fire. And then I'm like, oh, you know, shoot, I should I should have, you know, worn my fireproof clothing. And then I have to figure out the hard way because, you know, I just kind of dive in. But if you you can do that, but the pieces may not be there for you to find yet. And so I think that as we move into an escalating transitioning time, those pieces are being released or exposed. And that adds into the work that, you know, you may have already done or that others have already done. It, it becomes part of that collective. It becomes part of the living mythos. And so I, I think that that's, um, that that's where we're at, you know, but it, it's so uncomfortable. Like, I just feel like it's so uncomfortable. And I look at my Sagittarius twins and I'm like, man, you're really comfortable. You know, they just breeze through life. They're just like, yeah, man, you know, I want it. I got it. You know what I mean? Like, it just doesn't, it just doesn't matter. Like, if they, if they, what they, what they dream, they create. Life just comes easy. You know, they're, they're pretty happy go lucky for, for such complicated individuals. But man, this doesn't feel like that. This feels like work, you know? And I don't know if it's tied into um, the centaurs or not. I don't know. What do you think? Well, I I always say so below as above. <laughs> so it's going into that whole, you know, taking from the ancients, ancient future stuff. So this is ancient future stuff. Okay. Future ancient, you know, future ancient sci-fi. Right. And um, but yeah, totally. I, I totally feel like that. I feel like it's um this quaper about energy energy or the centaur energy is a newer healing that's always been there. But we are just vibrating differently now that we can um we can receive it. Yeah. yeah, we can receive the knowledge, we can receive the healing, which is great. Because we yeah. need it. We need it right now. Yeah, we do. You're right. And you are part of a book. You're a contributor to a book. Is that correct? Sideways yes. from Saturn, Astrological Guidance from the Centaurs. Yes. And Tell so, me some key takeaways about, about this. It sounds fascinating. Well, what's cool about the book is that there are a bunch of different astrologers who have their different takes on Chiron and some of the centaurs. And so they've done research different on the different centaurs. Um, some of them have done research on Chiron and, and how it affects your chart if you after your Saturn return, like things like that. And 
um, uh, or Curricula, who is Chiron's wife, and how she works with you. Um, and for me, my part is to, I've actually channeled the centaurs. So I spent time with them through mediumship, talking with them, asking them questions. So my part of the book is actually giving a voice to the centaurs. And so they have all specific things to say through the energetic works of the centaur, which was, I started this in 2020, took about a year of going through all the centaurs. And it was a super um, fantastic, most interesting <laughs> thing to happen. <laughs> Okay, because I'm already a medium. So that means that I talk to ghosts, I talk to, you know, um, I talk to plants, I talk to animals, but to talk to great beings, you know, energetic beings, um, oh, very fascinating stuff. And felt, and each of them have a different type of energy coming through. Um, some of them heal you, heal you right there on the spot mm -hmm. as you know, you're, I'm channeling through, I'm getting a huge healing. Um, some of them has very specific personalities that come through and, um, yeah, it was very, it was very, I channel light mainly. So like vortex, Reiki, all that kind of stuff, but I rarely have channel different types of like beings and things like that because I'm just very um strict when it comes to that type of stuff so <laughs> I felt really honored and yeah it's just very very fascinating interesting work and I feel really honored to work with the people who um are in this book because they're all very scholarly and I've done a lot of really good research and I think it's going to help a lot of people. Oh, wonderful. Really excited about it. I can't, I can't wait to get a copy of it. It's going to be released the end of March, you said? Yeah. And then what, if somebody wanted to, can they, can we pre-order it or do we need to wait till March uh, to follow up on that? Or how, how do we get a copy? So you can pre-order it. So I'm just going to spell this out. So it's HTTPS. P-R-A-E-S-E-P-E -E -E dot press. And that's where you can pre-order it. And that's where you can order it also in March. Oh, that's really, is there any, like, um, is there a key takeaway that you could give us a little astrological advice before March that we, <laughs> that we could, uh, to sort of pique our interest a little bit? Um, I would say like the biggest takeaway is that, you know, if you're a healer, um, if you're going through something chronic, if um, you're trying to deal with something that you've had the hardest time dealing with and you just get, you couldn't get through it, you need to read this book. Cool. Okay. Wow. That is powerful. Really is. I'm like, I think I'm going to just set up an appointment for you. How do I set up an appointment with you if I want to have a have a session with you? Y'all can go ahead and you can email me at Bobby, B-O-B-B-I, media at gmail.com. 
Okay. So look for my email. I'll be back at the end of uh, mid-February. Um, so uh, yeah, I'm going to schedule. A, I'm going to schedule a session with you. I really want to. I want to learn more, and I want to. Um, I want to go a little deeper. I don't know. I think this could be a clue for me in my in my uh, transitioning phase right now, whatever that means. I feel like I'm in between one and looking into the other. But um, it's interesting that you mentioned time travel because um, that's something that I uh, I want to say practice, but I'm hearing the word experience. Um, instead so we'll go with experience and um yeah i'm just interested i think that i think you and i in the same room could have a lot of fun actually <laughs> oh yeah especially when you're telling me about the dragon stuff because i've had a lot of interesting um work with the dragons as well i teach psychic development and um some of the, uh, my classes get to be very um aquarian so and so we'll go into like what is the Aquarian scholar or Aquarian teachings, and that's what I do. So I call it Aquarian because it's more like Aquarian age teachings, um, very esoteric, um, going way deeper into um, some mysteries, far out there stuff. That's the kind of stuff that I'm teaching. So I teach um, fairy class, fairy attunements. Um, and the fairy, the level of fairy stuff that I'm teaching is based on earth connection. So these are elemental fae that I'm working with right now in specific. Um, so I teach attunements. I tune people more to fairy, the fairy lore. And that's been just magical, interesting. And it just, just takes it to this whole other. <laughs> this whole other place but it's definitely something that is also healing uh earth connecting and it boosts your psychic abilities as well nice so is there a website or a place a person could find all the different things that you offer or just send you an email and take it from there yeah just send me an email is the best way for right now i'm working on my website now um or websites because I have so many different things that I'm doing, <laughs> but um, yeah. That is great. And you're also a local reader as well, aren't you in Asheville? Cause that's how you and I met originally. Yes. I read tarot and I've been reading tarot for over 20 years. My mom was this, well, I grew up in a woo household. My mom was a psychic. Mm. Um, so I grew up in a woo household um, I'm a psychic as well too, but she was more like the one in sixth sense or the, the little boy in sixth sense that saw the, was it, I see oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, how it, that's how I grew up. <laughs> yeah. Um, mine, my, my abilities are more geared towards healing. So they're in that, uh, in that bubble of healing and transformative work. That is definitely true. The readings I've had with you have been very transformative. So, so I get to publicly thank you on a podcast. So thank you. Yay. Yay. <laughs> yeah. And I also do astrology as well. So I do um, Vedic astrology. I'm looking more towards the nakshatras, which is also going deeper into the galactic 27 nakshatras. It's one of the oldest 
um, mythos and um, archetypes that you can look at. It's a little bit, for me, it's more on point because it goes into the um, smaller degrees of your, when you were born. Mm -hmm. It's more, more on point with the astrology. And I do coaching and counseling. Yeah. Well, I have three people I can send you right now because um, it has been coming up multiple times for me over the past couple of months with some of my own clients that they need to see a Vedic astrologer. And I and I didn't know any. So um, now I do. And I'll, I'll uh, pass along your information to them. And I don't know why they were very specific that it needed to be a Vedic astrologer that could um, that could assist these different individuals. So um, that's cool to know. I didn't realize that. The cool thing about the Vedic astrology is that it provides some remedies for certain some of the some of the things. So just like I just discussed before. So you know you can have a remedy for um, you know Sagittarius. There are remedies. So you know when someone says, "Oh, I'm a Scorpio," and they go, oh, "I'm a Scorpio," can I have a remedy for my seven aspects in Scorpio? <laughs> <laughs> It should be a limit. <laughs> I love that. Might Ooh. have to book a day. <laughs> Give me a day. I need a day. Yeah. Yeah. So there's different um, um, yogas, mantras, um, and uh, mudras, if you don't want to do yogas, but there's mudras, breath work, all these things that can help you to assist you that you can do on your own. So I feel like that's very empowering too. So it's not just somebody telling you about the archetypes, but and giving you mental information, but someone saying, Hey, well, why don't you try this and see if it works? And then, you know, I don't do medical astrology yet, but that's another thing too, is you're finding the herbs that will assist the yeah. archetype, you know? Fascinating. Well, we'd love to have you in the store. If you ever want to come in and do readings, just reach out to Lisa um, it sounds like you're pretty busy, but if you have free time and you want to come in and do a class or do a reading, um, we'd love to have you here. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Have you, yeah. Been, have you seen the new tea? Have you seen the Mama Hanina's tea garden yet? Have you been in in a while? I haven't been since last year. You have a tea garden? What? Yes. Yeah. Ooh. And a tea shop. Yeah. We are serving tea now. We have in the front of the store, we have, you know, a few tables and a just, you know, what we found is that people wanted to come in. They didn't want to leave and um, they wanted to refuel a little bit. So we said, OK, well, let's see what we can do about that. Why not have some delicious tea and just make it inviting and warm? And so we have some spots there. But if you if you move to the back of the store, we converted a uh my former office into the little tea nook and we have a library and it's just wonderful it's it, we have a, about i think we had 12 in here i thought that was a little bit crowded off for the for the one spot but i think you know nine or ten is a really nice number to sit and here i'm i'm in it right now you can see see look around oh it's super cute I oh <laughs> i'm doing the 360 I love the colors. Yeah, we went with the Moroccan theme um, in honor of my great-grandmother and healer, Mama Hanina. And so she really, really wanted to be part of everything that was going on here. And so we honor her here. And then we have a library because, you know, sometimes you just want to sit back with a book and have a cuppa. So 
We just, we just, you know, it just tried to make it as inviting and cozy as possible. It's really great. You got to come in. Yeah, that's really sweet. I love Marshall too. It's like so nice. It's like refreshing. It is. <laughs> it's really nice. And it's really, uh, you know, it's awakening up again. It went to sleep for a little while, but now it's waking up and, um, oh yeah, we've just, we've, we've, it's, it's nice to be part of this community. It's really cool. Yay. We'll definitely love to come and check y'all out again. Yeah. Well, we have, I think we're almost out of time. Lisa, did you have any more questions? Yeah. Are you um, scheduling events or anything for as well, like when your book gets released, do you have like a publishing party or, or book signings or anything lined up yet? Or are you in the process? I'm in the, yeah, I'm in the process. I'm so super excited about this because, you know, when you're working on something <laughs> for such a long time and then finally it's just get, it happens. So yeah. there's a there's a part of me that's like, wow, you know, it's like you plant yeah. a seed and then it takes like two years to bloom. You know, it's just yeah. kind of like there's a part of me that's like, wow, this is really happening. Oh, OK, let yeah. me put, let me. Where's my best suit at? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully we'll be part of your book tour. So that would be great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm just kind of like getting ready as far as like that goes. And it's super exciting for sure. Absolutely. Well, I think that's just about it for this time. But the next time we have you on, I really, really need you to walk me through how one becomes a certified variologist. I got, I, I got to know this. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Must have, must have information. I'm, I'm so curious. I feel like, um, I feel like I have so many more things I'd love to talk with you about. So we'll have to invite you back one of these days oh definitely yeah. yes i would love to be here thank you so much this was yeah so thanks wonderful. for being with us do you are you coming back for the mermaid festival this year i would love to i would love to check y'all out again that was so much fun yeah we'd love to have you i don't know the dates um yeah, it's usually what june or august i'll have to look into that i think it's june i feel like it's always the first weekend in june um but yeah. They haven't released, as far as I know, um, they haven't released the official date yet, but we'll keep you posted on that for sure. Okay, yeah. yeah, we'll yeah, definitely keep, be in touch. Yeah, keep me posted. Hey, well, thank you so much, Bobby Rose. This has been so interesting and enlightening. I can't wait to learn more about the uh, centaur, the messages from the centaurs, and um, schedule my session. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> get a copy of that book. I'm going to get one. Yay. <laughs> Sounds good. Well, thank you for joining us. Okay. Thank you all so much. Have a nice, beautiful day and enjoy your tea. All right. You so too. Okay. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening. Mystic Tea is produced by the Astara Network in collaboration with Awandan Earth, a mystical mercantile community space and home of the Two Brooms Tea House. You can visit us in the town of Marshall, nestled in the magical mountains of Western North Carolina, or visit us online at ofwandandearth.net, or we're on Facebook and Instagram at ofwandandearth. That's of wand, A-N-D, Earth. Earth.